Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss men slapping meat, just big boys slapping leather on skin. That's what this weekend's about. This is the biggest combat sports weekend we've had in a long time because we have maybe some title unification bouts in boxing, and we have the mecca of them all, Madison Square Garden, UFC 268. And with me to discuss all this is Late Night. Late Night, how you doing? Hey, not too bad. Late Night. What a name. What a, what a name. great name. Well, that's your name. It's, it is my name. Yeah. I know, but I like to come in... With the energy of just loving my own name. <laughs> Isn't it remarkable I've named something? My mom birthed me. And I said, late night? Hell yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I gave that doctor. That doctor went to give me a spanking. Yeah. I gave him a high five. Absolutely. He was like, and he cried. He's... <laughs> You hung him upside down. <laughs> Give him a little smack like a fish. Uh, okay, so we got a big, big weekend, obviously. We've got the UFC happening at Madison Square Garden, like we are saying, UFC 268. And why don't we start there? You know, we're coming one week after another big pay-per-view, which is so exciting. A one-week, you know, turnaround is so great. And those two cards could not be more different. Yes. You know, we had the UFC 267. We had, like, kind of, like, more nerd fights. It was more of the Dagestani fights of, like, really good fighters on the way up. Yes. Between uh, Shemaev and, and Islamikaev and, like, all these other great fighters. Um, and then we have this one, which is like we're saying, big boy slapping meat. We're going to have just fighters. The one thing you could guarantee between the three fights that we're going to see is there is going to be a lot of leather on flesh. That is true. Leather on flesh is what uh, a lot of people tune in for. I mean, I honestly, last week was just as excited, but yeah. anytime we Me get too. an Usman fight, I'm, oh. I'm here for it. Yeah. That's obviously the last fight that we're going to talk about mm -hmm. uh, because we got to get to the most important fight of the evening, okay, which is that? Frankie Edgar versus oh, Marlon Vera. <laughs> well, okay. Unless you have any strong opinions about that one. <laughs> no. Okay. I think I'm going to go with we're gonna go with Chandler Gaethje first Gaethje is starting at a minus 220 to Chandler's plus 175 um these are two really just very talented fighters it's like the most amazing part is the number of bonuses that they have yes in between them the Gaethje has nine bonuses in his seven fights. How is that possible? You know, like little things like that where Chandler's new to the scene. They're both coming off of losses, two titles. So that's kind of important. One loss is very different than the other loss though. Well, we're saying Habib, uh, yeah. Gaethje's lost yeah. to Habib. Yeah. Well, see, that's really important. But, you know, Chandler's loss to Chucky Olives. Yes. You know, Charles uh, Oliveira, Oliveira made you think like, oh, originally at the time you're like, oh, maybe Chandler's not that good. And then now Oliveira holds a belt. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, I, it's, it's a little bit tough because it turns out both guys lost to very talented fighters. So maybe you don't think as much about it. My my thing about Chandler is that, you know, I think Mighty Mouse proved this to us that, mm. you know, everyone talks about the guys coming from from other leagues with other experiences. Yeah. I just, I, I'm not convinced yet. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's a me thing, if I'm just used to seeing him as a so right uh, personality, you know, yeah, so right. Yeah. Like I, that's, yeah. I saw him do that before I saw him fight in the UFC. <laughs> so I'm still hesitant. I don't trust him. I don't love that he had one win and claimed to be the best in in, in the entire sport. Totally. Um, uh, but it remains to be seen. I also think that, you know, Gaethje being what he is, for, we were talking about him for a while as potentially the best in the division. Mm -hmm. uh, there were a lot of people, maybe not who, who weren't taking him against uh, Nurmagomedov, but we're at least saying it could be interesting. He mm -hmm. could get a lucky punch. Yep. Everyone's kind of forgotten about him, and I think that's what Habib does. He just makes everyone look so bad yeah. that you, you kind of he, he just extinguishes you. Yeah. Like you, that, that fire just goes out so fast. And and you know, I find you know that's that's a really kind of interesting point about it because Gaethje is just so talented. Right, Chandler. You know, I used to think that too with the old with outsider of the UFC coming in. You're like, yes. uh, I don't know. 
I think that's more of a modern thing because there used to be more promotions that were doing were more viable against the UFC. Right. Now the UFC is just so dominant that it's really tough to imagine. It's where everyone's going. Outside champions. I think the last really big one was Jose Aldo. When Jose Aldo came over from WC, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, this guy's a world beater and proved it because he came one of the better of all time. Right. So... As we go into this fight, how do you see a Chandler Gaethje fight going? I this is this is almost kind of a, a boring one to to, to bet on, uh, mm. but I am going Gaethje by knockout. The odds I found okay. were were minus one fifteen. Uh, yeah. It's not very fun at all. So yeah. what I was thinking is, if you wanted to kind of take a little bit of a leap of faith on this one, Gaethje is is as tough as they come. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's an outside chance that you can get Chandler by decision at plus 450. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. I know it's boring, but I also know that Chandler's pretty tough. I mean, yep. he, he, you know, he got knocked out, so it's 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 uh, in his last fight against Oliveira. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know if if he's going to bring that same sort of energy, but maybe Gaethje is kind of pulling back a little bit because he knows what Chandler brings to the ring. Yep. Maybe they just punch each other a lot. No one knocks each other out, and we go to decision, and there's an off chance that Chandler can take that. Well, you know, it's I, I, I'm right there with you because I think there's a big fear that when they set up these fights of going like, somebody's going to get knocked yes. out, something happens. The other one that you got to fear is that... Michael Chandler was a division one wrestling champion. Yes. He's a really good wrestler. And you worry that like after Gaethje's performance against Habib, and I understand that's like, you know, one of the better wrestlers of all time. Yes. But you do think like, mm, maybe this isn't going right. I'm just going to take him down. He would be smart, Chandler would, to try to take him down and wrestle him because yeah. I think, you know, it's shown that Gaethje does have the ability to be wrestled. Yeah. Granted, like you said, it's yeah. from one of the best of all time. But it also, I think, would be something that Gaethje's not expecting. Mm -hmm. And Chandler can bring some of that talent there, show you're a, a two-dimensional fighter three-dimensional fighter yep uh and and kind of have that opportunity to just take the fight to the ground and extinguish Gaethje's hands who yep. i think in the division has the best hands there are oh i, I it's hard and, to in legs his leg kicks are, are his leg kicks are phenomenal immaculate. yeah yeah so i that that front calf, calf leg kick is it's so, so devastating oh yeah. so i'm with you and i think it's entertain it's entertaining to create fantasies like this but I'm also going with Gaethje minus 225, knockout minus 115. And to finish inside the distance is a minus 220. So either fighter can win yeah. inside the distance minus 220. That might be something I'm actually loading up on. Are, are you are you saying that you might take just Gaethje for the win and not go by knockout? Because I just can't imagine a situation where he doesn't knock him out if he's fighting the way he fights. Yeah, I I, I would think you would almost take the knockout more than you would take Gaethje in general. Right, right. Because you're getting better odds on it and you imagine if Gaethje's going to win, that's most likely the, yes. the, the outcome. But I also like... If if you just want a completely safe bet, you can get inside the distance for both fighters at minus 220 yes. instead of just taking one fighter to win. It's a nice one. So I think that's where I'm going to be going with that one as well. Sure. Okay, so going into our next fight, we're going to be talking about Thug Rose versus Zhang Weli. A very interesting fight because, man, I Rose is a very interesting character, but if you look back at her fight history recently, it's just rematches. It's yes. fight, rematch, fight, rematch. And if, if Zhang Weli wins this fight, do they do a third one? It's kind of hard to, like, how can you keep giving rematches to one but not back to the other? I totally get that. And you see that a lot of the times in in uh, the UFC as well, especially you look at Miocic, who's yes. like, hey, guys, like, I've, I've been I've been here my whole life. Why why don't, why am I just being thrown by the wayside right, right now? That's a good uh, and example. it could be the, the other, it could be like that with Zhang Lee. This is a really tough one to bet on because oh, yeah. I've seen the odds go in either fighter's favor depending on where you're looking. Do you have a fighter, Andrew, that you uh, tend to prefer? Like, who are you going to be rooting for in this one? Or is this all about the bets for you? No, I think it's all about the bets. This is just, this is my, like, probably going to be most exciting fight if you had to make a bet on how you totally. think it. I just think it's going to be actually five rounds of, of real, you know, part, well, partially I'm showing my hand, but That's yeah. interesting because I agree with you. Yeah. I think a lot of people are expecting the knockout based on what happened the last time they fought, but yeah. I'm not picturing that. I think it's going to be more tactical. Right. And I think that Zhang Wai Li, yes, she got knocked out, mm -hmm. but 
before getting knocked out, she was throwing more yep. and landing more, yep. including significant strikes. Yep. Now you add a couple more rounds to that. Does Thug Rose kind of lose her ability to remain elusive? Stay mm-hmm. in like for her, for some reason, flow state is what they always say about her. Right. She gets in the flow state. How long can you maintain that? Can you do it for five rounds? Yep. I don't know. I'm I'm actually going with with Wei Li for uh, by decision in this one. <laughs> so I am going the same way here too. I I love the decision at plus two twenty five. Zhang Wei Li is one of the most active fighters in all of UFC. Yep. Like she, she will put out her output is insane and it reminds me a lot of when we made this prediction uh a long time ago for this for this original fight uh it was the same way where i thought zang willie is just gonna outpunch her yes. it's just the amount of fists hitting face is yes. just gonna be a, an overwhelming amount for the judges to go like whatever but then a leg kick uh, knocked her out so you know who and who saw that coming i don't know if rose has got that in her she's incredibly well-rounded but yes. i don't think this is gonna really spend too much time on the ground i just think i can imagine zang Welly just by output is just going to win by decision. That, that's kind of what I'm picturing as well. Yeah. And I think she's smart enough to take the fight to her in that way. Here's one thing that I'll mm-hmm. throw out there. If you have an extra $5 to spare, yeah. the draw is plus 6,600. <laughs> and I like, listen, I don't like betting on the draw, yeah. but uh, you can imagine a back and forth battle here. Maybe there's a 10, eight round mm-hmm. and, and, and may, maybe it gets split. Who knows? I, I, I might be throwing five on there just to see what happens. I actually love that. If you have a five dollars you never want to see again, I would do that with a draw <laughs> because why not? Like you know, there's stupider bets that we put out here yeah. all the time. Yeah, I, I love that. So Zayn Lee right now is a minus one hundred favorite with a minus plus two twenty to go by decision. Those are the odds I'm throwing out there, but it sounds like we're on the same page. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, now we're gonna get to the main event, and I am conflicted with this main event. Kamaru Usman right now is the favorite and the reigning undefeated champion. Uh. He lost one time before the OC, but whatever. Uh, is he is right now minus three ten, and those odds are climbing right now. So if you want him, you better be betting on him right now against Colby Covington at plus two forty. So I think the most interesting part going into this is that Usman, since the last time that they fought, which was a very interesting fight, yes. Usman broke Covington's jaw, and Covington the next round came back and won the round afterwards, only to get knocked out in the fifth. Yes, uh, I it's a very fascinating fight because it's one of the toughest fights that Usman's had to fight in the UFC so far. Right, right. But since that fight, Colby Covington has fought once, and he won by a doctor's knockout of Tyra Woodley, yes. who eventually lost to a reality show guy. <laughs> so, like, the, keep in mind the context of what that is, and Usman is constantly been fighting. Usman, I don't know that I've seen a fighter improve as much as he's improved mm-hmm. over uh, the amount of time that uh, that has passed since the fight yep. with with uh, uh, with Kobe with with Kobe because because yep. here's the thing is it's not just about him getting better because everyone knew him primarily as a wrestler he had a boring style of fighting yes. and I think that that's why few people paid attention to him but he's so good yes. that he's since I think especially since the fight with Masvidal mm-hmm. has gotten in his head that fine if people aren't going to as he said put some respect on my name <laughs> he's going to find a way to force them yeah. to do it what is the other fighter's strength okay I'm going to beat them at that yeah. he had no reason to throw fists with Masvidal. No. He could have beaten him the same way and could have done it handedly. Yes. And yet he chose to knock out Masvidal for the first time in, what, had he ever been knocked out? I, it was probably very early on. Right. And and since then, he's just shown that he's a force. He's an absolute yeah. force. Yeah. And I think if Covington is expecting the same fighter that he fought a year ago mm-hmm. or two years ago, two years ago yeah. uh, he's he's just going to be surprised. I yeah. don't think that he can come out with the same sort of expectations. And I can't. I haven't seen any improvement in his game to think that there's any reason why Usman is not going to win this fight. I see. Okay, I agree with you. This is where I'm conflicted as both a sports watcher and a sports gambler. Yeah. If I am a watcher and I am caring about this fight, I think Kamaru Usman's going to win. Kamaru Usman is probably the best pound for 
pound for pound fighter, excuse me, in the UFC. And so you think, and he's beaten this guy once already, and he's only gotten better. Why in the world shouldn't we think that, that he's going to win again? Right. And the odds are dictating that. Yes. It's minus 310, and it's climbing because the public is on my side. Right. That being said, if you were a smart better, the odds are climbing, and they are pretty close, as, sh- as shown by last time. Why wouldn't we betting on the 260, 280, 300 as yeah. it climbs a little bit more? I'm not sure. And this is where I'm conflicted because we are looking at Kamaru Usman, who is just better at, at, at everything Colby Covington is good at, yeah. he's just a little bit better. He's a very good wrestler. Usman's a better wrestler. He's now a good striker. Usman's now knocked up more more dangerous people. Yeah. He's just better. So it's it's he, his his output, his cardio is good. Usman's is incredible. I, I agree with you 100%. This is where, you know, I've learned a lot about myself, and I said this to you last week, mm-hmm. obviously not on, on the podcast, but uh, the more I watch the UFC, the more I realize I know nothing about it because mm-hmm. every time I'm certain yeah. a fight is going to go one way, it doesn't go that way. And this feels like another one of those bubbling up moments where it's like, everyone's like, Miocic is, he's, he's the greatest. Yeah, right? he's yeah. the be- and then he loses his next fight. It's mm-hmm. like, are we now putting all that stock in Usman? And is he not going to, to follow yeah. through? I think he will. Like he had prior to the fight uh, uh, or, 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 or as of the fight with, uh, with Covington, he had three fights that ended in a stoppage. Everything else was a decision. And one of those fights was Covington as well. Yeah. So Covington, and this is again, why I'm so confident or believe I'm confident that Usman is going to win is because Covington was fighting a different fighter back yeah, then. And yeah, if he yeah. brings any of that prejudice or expectation to this mm-hmm. fight, I think he's going to be caught off guard. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with you. And I, so that's what the smart gamblers, we like to fade the public. We love fading the public. And if the public's super on Usman, I would watch out because I'm sitting here going, yes, uh, midweek, I am ready to absolutely bet on Kamaru Usman. I think he's going to win. I think he can win by knockout. And I actually do love the over two and a half rounds in this fight. Um, oh, as, you have over two and a half? I have over two and a half rounds right now. So My, I actually have a, a knockout by Usman in the second or third. Second okay. is plus 750, third okay. is 900. Okay. Uh, and I think if he's going to win, he's going to want to do it in style. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's hard to find a fight that goes past three rounds with him these days. He's oh, yeah, just, no. he's, he's that good. No, I, I completely agree with you. He can get caught. Like he, Gilbert Burns knocked him out for a yes. second. It was a flash one. He yeah. popped right back up, which is great. But, you know, that's there is there is parts of it where you wonder, did he get like a little Damien Maya? Did he get a little punch happy? going like, well, why do I do this? Why can't I just swing with people? Yeah, exactly. Rashad Evans, great wrestler, and then all of a sudden wants to kick people in the head. Yeah, You know, he gets caught. So you worry a little bit about the flash of it. He's in Madison Square Garden. He's fighting a guy he genuinely dislikes. Mm -hmm. Like, you worry about that a little bit. So this is a little bit style and substance. Well, speaking speaking of the genuine dislike, I think that's a reason why so many people are putting money on Usman, right? Yeah, that's interesting. I, I mean, I... I also, you know, I don't like to say I dislike fighters in the UFC for whatever reason, because they're all incredibly talented, but I do dislike Covington. And the thing I hate most mm-hmm, about that mm-hmm. is that when I say that, a fan of Covington will say, well, then he's doing his job. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. guess what? This is the UFC. It's not the WWE. I don't love when a, when someone says that in order to get attention paid to you, you have to be a heel like right. that. Because I would point to the person Covington is fighting this weekend and mm-hmm. say he got his respect just by being as good as he is. 100%. Put your effort in there. Don't carry around a, a Donald Trump signed book and have <laughs> people think it's funny that you're doing that. It's easy to do that. Yeah. It's hard to win fights. No, 100%. And, and he, he has not done a lot of that recently. Yes. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm a little split. If I, if you told me today, you pay me down today, it's going to be Kamaru Usman. I'm going to take that via KO and uh, over two and a half rounds. But honestly, that could change closer to the thing. So I would watch out at losing my WIB where we could, you know, make our picks really closer to the fight because if those odds swing and all of a sudden he's a plus, Colby Covington is a plus 350. You're like, yeah. wait a second. Now we got to look at this just as a counterbalance. Right. Right. You know, so there we go. So those are our picks. 
for uh, UFC 268. We're going to make a few more, like we said, at Losing My WAB, where we can give you like a full card in this. Marlon Vera, Frankie Edgar, maybe. You know, who knows what's going on? <laughs> I'll leave that one to you. Yeah, okay, thanks very much. But let's get into it. The other one is Canelo Alvarez is facing uh, Caleb Plant uh, for a unification title fight. Yeah. Uh, that... You know, late night, I want to get really excited for this. Uh-huh. I want it. Every time Canelo fights, it's very exciting. He puts a little bit of a show into it. He's so talented. He's so good. He's so good. You you can't wait to watch him. But uh-huh. Caleb Plant is not nearly up there in the pound-for-pound pound rankings to make this really much of an interesting fight. So I'm going to just assume you are going to be taking Canelo Alvarez. Of course. Yes. Of course. And, and this is one that I'm very confident in. I think a lot of people who may not be as well versed in Canelo Alvarez will say, Ooh, look at the, look at the height. Look at the yes. height difference. He's yes. six foot one. Uh, he's, 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 he's a decently heavy, strong guy plant mm-hmm. is, but I think against a guy like Alvarez mm-hmm. height is actually a disadvantage. Yeah. He's so good at the body shots. If you want to keep him away with the jab, good luck. He's stronger than you. He'll take a couple shots to the head, but his head movement is so good. He's going to get inside eventually give you one or two liver shots and you're not going to be the same fighter for the rest of the fight. Absolutely. And you know, the other one that really is to a disservice to Caleb plant is that he is a counter puncher. And he, yes, so it, it neutralizes his size and his length so quickly because he's going to do his little Philly, Philly shell defense, get a little bit closer than he should be yeah. so that he can counteract. You're talking about probably the fastest fighter in the world. Yes. Counter punching is not going to work. He's going to hit you with that jab all, all day because you're expecting the jab as you want to work the counter, yeah. but you're not going to, you're not going to get the counter because you're still going to be looking back. Everyone always says that, you know, you may be able to get a counter puncher against Alvarez. It's never worked. And, and I think especially with the size, even with a counter puncher of his size, once he gets inside, I don't know how effective those punches are going to be. I look at Rocky Fielding, one of Alvarez's mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. fights, and everyone was saying he's going to be able to use the height to his advantage, and his body just got chewed up. And yes. literally the same size and weight as Plant. Right. And also, just about undefeated at the time. I, I like We're talking about people, obviously, Plant undefeated as well. Um, but I don't know what more we need to show to prove that like there's no one right now that is going to be able to compete with Canelo. Like, yeah. Who, who do you put him in the ring against after this? I, unless he changes divisions again. And this is another, like it's a unification. Yeah. This is monumental. And mm-hmm. no one really cares because everyone feels already, they know the way this is going to oh, go. Oh, 100%. It's just a matter of time at this point. And I just, I don't know how many more times Canelo can do this to his body where he's got to keep moving up and moving up and moving up. And then eventually he's going to, I think we got to start looking at more catchweight stuff for him because yeah. I'm not I'm not sure who else is out there. It's so tough with boxing these days because yeah. it's all negotiations. But like, if you're really, there are, are good fighters out there. It's, it's just, unfortunately, Caleb Plant doesn't feel like it's the one right now. So how are you going to try and lose money on this fight? So I'm going to try to lose money. You know, similar to the, to, the, uh, to the Usman fight, I just don't know how much you can put into just a strict win. It just yeah. seems like you're, you're asking to lose money. Canelo by knockout or stoppage, uh, when I saw it, was minus 1,100. Like, yeah. Like, what, what, what are you going to do with that? How, 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 are, how are you going to make any money doing that? Yeah. In, 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 I think you have to put it towards a a a round specifically, but in a twelve round fight, that's a little bit dangerous. Yep. I think placing a bet on a a span of three rounds yes. might be the way yes. to go. Uh, you could do plus one sixty five for seven to twelve round yes. seven to twelve, which I think is a very smart one to yes. do. Um, or plus five fifty for rounds nine and ten. And Ooh. if you look a lot of the a lot of the pros right now who they've asked who they've been uh, yeah. talking to where, where they think this fight's going to go, a lot of the pros are saying they think it's going to be a tenth round knockout. Hmm. I was kind of surprised in that. I don't know if it's going to last ten rounds unless 
unless we have we have Plant just being incredibly elusive the right. whole time, I think he's just going to get walked down. But we'll see. A tenth round, maybe go with the what the pros are saying. That seems like a safe bet. So I, you know what, Canelo's kind of famously a slow starter. Like he he kind of throws the first two rounds away because he wants to see the pace, yeah. and he's like, oh, okay, okay, cool. So if you look up and down, just go to his Wikipedia page. Yeah, look at the rounds in which they finish. It is always seven to twelve. Yes, and a lot of twelfth round finishes. Yes, a lot of twelfth round finishes because I think at that point he's like, oh, okay, good. My 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 cardio is so much better than his. I'm just going to knock this off here. Let's yeah. not go to decision. But I don't. I those are against better fighters than Caleb Plant, unfortunately. Yeah. And I really do think that he's just not on the same level. So I'm looking at more seven, eight, nine. Seven is plus nine hundred. Eight is plus a thousand. Nine is plus a thousand. I think if you're going to do anything, sprinkle a little bit into the specific rounds yes. of what you want to do, and that makes it fun too. One hundred percent. You bring me on this, and I. Have appreciate yeah. it. I love watching these sports. Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge gambler myself, but I do like to put the little bets on things that I'm going to have some fun with. So yeah. if you're out there listening because you like the sound of Andrew's voice, maybe yeah. you can listen to me and this is how I have fun betting. I don't just want to say a win because I know the way this no. is going to go. I think if you're going to take Canelo on a side, use him in a parlay for something that you like. Like yeah. pick a couple of football teams that you really like that day or, you know, pick maybe one of the UFC fights and, you yep. know, parlay with those ones. Use that as your base because you're feeling pretty safe that Canelo's going to win. Sure. Because both late night and I really think that's going to happen. We do. Oh my goodness. Okay, so once again, our recap for our picks will be at Losing Money WIB on Twitter, on Instagram. But thank you so much for listening. We hope you have fun losing money this weekend. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it.